Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Of course, many people are calling for a truce between Ukraine and Russia to end that war. But there's somewhere else beyond the headlines that we ought to be really looking for a truce. Maybe it's here at home. Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. Well, I do think there's a a rare moment of breathing room in our politics after the midterm craziness ultimately dies down and we get a few more things settled over the next week before the next presidential race really heats up uh, and uh, gets cooking big. Government's going to have an opportunity to actually do what they should do, and that is take a step back and reevaluate not how they can win power next time, not how they can pick up seats or claim the White House, but how they can better address the pressing needs of the American people. I know that sounds like a radical concept in Washington these days, but that kind of truce uh, between Democrats and Republicans, I think, is what the vast majority of Americans are really looking for. There's a great piece today in The Hill by William Becker uh, calling for just such a truce and how Congress can actually address the real concerns. So where we live in this world uh, where it seems like campaigns never end, and obviously last night uh, the former president just launched 2024, and we are one year and 53 weeks away from that election, (laughs) but here we are. Uh, And so the fact that it always feels like we're in the middle of an election cycle uh, often prevents us from getting to a real policy cycle where we can get to the things that actually need to be done. Uh, And so I think there's this interesting question. And uh, again, uh, Bill Becker uh, went at this today in The Hill, and he started by going through some uh, Pew Research Center uh, content. Uh, People are questioning the system of course, uh, the two-party system, is that really serving us well? Uh, 75% of Americans disapprove of how Congress is doing its job. And that's also not overly surprising. Um, but it's really interesting to me as you go across those numbers, and this was a real deep dive uh, by Pew Research, and people are just exhausted by the process of Democrats and Republicans constantly going at it Uh, And so if you look at these studies coming out of Pew Research Center, also the University of Maryland's School of Public Policy, uh, they went over the big ticket issues uh, with over 80,000 Americans. So this is no small sampling. (laughs) This is a big sampling of Americans. Uh, And the interesting thing is that on issues ranging from Social Security to campaign finance reform, immigration, uh, climate we've been talking about, there's actually a lot of common ground between those who identify either as Republicans or as Democrats. The question is whether Congress will ever call a truce long enough to actually have the conversation. And so you have to you have to step back and say, okay, do we just do we just keep storming along with the status quo? Do we keep just the partisan politicking? Uh, where we just put up these messaging bills, in essence, that aren't going to pass, uh, and we just go back and forth and back and forth, and 
everyone sends out fundraising emails off of them and and uh, the politicians the political consultants are all happy because they're all making money and doing fine so the reality is is can we can we have a truce can we just say okay let's just step back for a half a second uh, let's let's just kind of put down the the weapons of words <laughs> let's lay those weapons down for a minute uh, and let's see if we can lean in and engage and actually have a conversation about what the American people care about. What are the pressing needs? And how do we get solutions that will help solve those pressing needs? And I'm one of those who firmly believes that we could start with something like immigration because I continue to believe that you could get 94% of it done in an afternoon on the floor of the House and the Senate if if both sides would just lay down the weapons for a minute and just have a discussion about the issues of securing the border, of having an entry and an exit system, of knowing who comes in and who goes out, uh, going through and making it actually easier to come to the country legally than it is to come illegally. All of that, everybody agrees with all of those things. And if we fix all of those things, the things that would be left would not be that hard to fix. But you have to lay down your weapons. You have to sharpen more pencils than knives uh, if you're actually going to get to that. And that's my biggest question for elected officials. Are you willing to sharpen more pencils than knives? Because if not, then we're just going to continue to have the politics as usual. But can we just have a truce? And just, just lay down the weapon of the words and the campaigning and the fundraising and all of those things all those wedge things that they like to use and just have a, a conversation about the issues that the American people not only think are the most important, but the ones where they actually believe we have a lot of agreement in terms of getting to solutions. As I've been saying through the day today, uh, I think a divided Congress is actually a blessing and a gift uh, to President Biden. If, he chooses to use it. If he chooses to come to some practical, tactical, common sense solutions that both Democrats and Republicans can get on board with. Uh, he should look to history. Uh, President Bill Clinton did this masterfully well. Bill Clinton, uh, working with the Speaker of the House, then Newt Gingrich, vastly different in their ideologies and their approaches, but they came together and they dealt with some of the critical issues of the day because they were willing to have a truce when it just came to the war of words and the political battles. What we need in this country is battles of ideas and contests of policy. I'm going to go back to something I shared yesterday that Aristotle, I think, described it best. He said that the political life of a free society was the humanizing arena for moderating conflict and pursuing the common good. Now think about that. Humanizing arena. That's hardly what we think about. We think of it as a bloody battle when it comes to politics. But politics is supposed to be humanizing. We're supposed to see each other better and more deeply so that we can moderate the conflict beyond the extremes and the anger, fear, and frustration and pursue the civic common good. 
I think that's a pretty good model. I think that's worth pursuing. That's worth laying down our arms and our weapons of words uh, and coming together in a truce that will benefit the American people. Think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio.